That's enough for now. A personal journal podcast of an academic navigating being a wife, scholar, teacher, dog mom, and cancer patient. A disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, nor am I offering advice or services. This podcast is the processing of my own understanding of my cancer diagnosis. If you have received your own cancer diagnosis, please work with your medical professionals for accurate and authentic information. Content warning. Today I'm talking about the female body. If you have small children or are in mixed company and would be uncomfortable with them hearing about the female body and female body parts, please stop this recording right now or put in your earbuds. It is day four after a successful surgery. I read too much. I thought too much. I prepared too much. I anticipated too much. I survived it. And I am coherent. A little stiff. A little uncomfortable. A little bit of ache. But phase one is done. Well... No, phase one is almost completed. So Thursday I went in for my surgery. It was a little disconcerting because the late afternoon before the hospital called and said they were changing campuses on me, which was annoying because we had taken the time as good academics do to research where I was going to be. We took a drive drive around. We saw where the parking lot was, where the cafeteria was, where the rooms were. And then the evening before we found out we're in a completely different space. We had no idea where that was. We didn't know how to find it. Had to Google it and then figure out from there. That was really disconcerting. And because everybody else was moved from my original site, because I guess there was construction or new equipment or something, the waiting room was super busy. And this was mostly an um, outpatient um, space, even though I was staying overnight. And so there was surgery for lots of different things, not just breast cancer. And it was like the pandemic never happened other than the fact that people were wearing masks. It was a very large room with chairs, with lots of people in there getting ready for their outpatient surgery, with their families sitting there. Time got moved up a little bit. It was supposed to be in a little, about an hour earlier. That ended up not happening. However, overall, I was very happy with the care that I received, both pre-op, multiple people came in, checked with me, asked me if I knew what was going to be happening and how it was going to be happening and what to expect and what questions I had. Had a lot of people sign my chest. That was kind of interesting. And I had a couple of diagrams done in my chest, also kind of interesting. And then they gave me the happy drugs and I don't remember much else until I woke up in recovery. I am one of the fortunate few that recover fairly easily from 
anesthesia so I was awake and coherent and as soon as they got me up to my overnight room my whole goal was to get pants on I really really hate hospital gowns they wouldn't let me put on my nice comfy hoodie with the little pouches for the drains but at least I got to put my sweats on thank goodness so <clears throat> first uh, evening Packer game was on so we found it on TV and Chris stayed until about halftime or so ordered myself some mac and cheese and some applesauce and had a little bit to eat and just kind of cuddled in pain management was actually not as bad I was just terrified I'd have this like you know big open gaping room and sorry for the wound and sorry for the graphics but I really didn't know what to expect like they cut a whole bunch of stuff out of me and i was expecting it to be really really painful i mean like you know i've had paper cuts i've skinned my knees i've done some other dumb things this one has been actually manageable and i'm so thankful for that I'm not a huge fan of pain. I don't think anybody is, but it is one of my pretty deep fears is having pain that is so debilitating that I really can't do anything or think. And the worst for me would be like totally cranky at other people. That would just hurt my heart. So I sent Chris to the hotel at about halftime. He had a very long day. They were not terribly communicative with him. I did set up a carrying bridge and so multiple people could be um, <clears throat> informed about what's going on at the same time and that was good but yeah pretty much by afternoon I was texting and sending pictures to people and coherently reading people's emails and well wishes and, and texts to me which was absolutely amazing. I do sound a little funny right now because um, Although I did not wake up with the sore throat from the intubation, which I was expecting, I did wake up with a very sore tongue. I guess I must have bit my tongue during intubation and it's still swollen and kind of, kind of flappy. So I don't feel like I sound like myself. Overnight wasn't too bad. Did not sleep for the first half. I was just, I was comfy in bed. I wasn't fretting. I wasn't in pain. I just could not sleep. And of course the nurses came in to check vitals and all that kind of good stuff that they're, they usually do. Unfortunately, because I've had anesthesia, they put me on a fall risk. And so anytime I wanted to get out of the bed, I had to call them. And I felt so bad because I was stable. I could get up and walk. But if I tried to move out of the bed, it had a horrible screeching noise. So I finally actually got some solid sleep from about 2.30 until about 5. Took vitals and then fell back asleep till about 6.30. But... Then I was awake and had to figure out how to order breakfast. And unfortunately, um, since I had moved venues, the recovery floor that I was on really hadn't gotten a whole lot of breast cancer patients. And so all the accoutrements I had, they weren't really clear on what to do with them. Um, so that made for also an uncomfortable night. The surgical bra that they put me in was probably two sizes too small sound like the Grinch. So I really struggled to breathe and get comfortable overnight. Eventually they found me a bigger size and that was so much better. <clears throat> 
Um, and then it was a whole lot of hurry up and wait. I had multiple people come in, but it was finally the doctors that had to come in and clear me. Then there was a little bit of concern that there might have been some inflammation or they called it a hematoma underneath. Um, a little bit of swelling, but it turns out it wasn't. So by 1.30, we were on the road back home, the two-hour drive. They gave me some happy pills and we stopped at culver's oh thank god a taste of home oh that was so good <coughs> got home and settled in my recliner for a little bit dearest husband waited on me hand and foot i felt really bad i am not one that does really well just sitting there watching other people do work do work i am a really good midwesterner i am the kind of person that is wiping the tables after the church potluck and make sure that all chairs go back where they're supposed to be and garbage goes away i am usually the last person to leave the room as things are cleaned up so having somebody else wait on me hand and foot, that's kind of hard, but greatly, greatly appreciated. He has done such an amazing job keeping track, spreadsheeting as he does, spreadsheeting when my meds are, which meds they are, keeping track of uh, pouring out the drains and, and what the color is and the amounts and all that kind of good stuff. Went for a short walk yesterday. It actually hit I think it was 49, maybe 50 yesterday. It was glorious. Dearest husband got me a cane so I wouldn't fall over. I'm still a little dizzy. <clears throat> Trying not to take the hardcore uh, pain medication, but um, dear husband believes I should stick with the diazepam for just a little bit so I don't try to overdo things and I chill out a little bit. I am so not a type A personality, but I am a good Midwesterner that if I'm awake, I'm probably doing something. So I settle down, take a breath. So I discovered a TV series that I am enjoying very much. It is, as I've called, cotton candy, <laughs> um, cotton candy books, the kind you don't have to think really hard, you know, beach reads found some cotton candy TV to watch. So I've been watching the movies of the librarian with Noah Wiley and then the TV series. And it is exactly what I need right now. Hokey, cheesy, little Doctor Who-ish with a little bit of X-Files. Love the characters, don't have to think very hard. And makes me actually sit in my chair and watch. So that's a good thing. Woke up this morning. It is Monday. It is actually business hours. So I had a couple of things to do today. Had a Zoom meeting today. And <clears throat> a dear friend came over and brought me lunch. Mmm, fettuccine Alfredo. That was so good. So had a very nice long conversation. But I actually had to look presentable today. So had my first shower in four days. That was absolutely delightful. Um had the water running down my back nice and warm got my hair washed still not completely strong got quite tired afterwards little freaked out about what i see in the mirror it does not seem like me um i know there's still a lot of uh bandages and and sticky stuff and pushing up and all that kind of stuff but i am here I am 
healthier than I was before I went in, as far as I know. Pathology's not back, that won't be for another couple days, and then unfortunately there's a holiday in between. But the main source of the cancer is now out. I got rid of that stuffing, got some new stuffing in, and I am moving around mostly freely, making sure that I'm moving my arm, don't want to freeze my shoulder or do that nasty lymphedema thing. I'm having some time to watch silly TV, got to watch movies, puppy curls up in my lap. I'm hoping maybe tomorrow I might try reading a book. <coughs> so my random affirmation for yesterday was may not always know what the good in is and good is in any situation but it is always there and one of the most amazing things <coughs> excuse me i've really seen in this situation is people have just shared so much love So it's Christmas season time and there is a new TV or a new TV movie coming out with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. It's another retelling of The Christmas Carol, you know, Ghost of Christmas Past, Present and Future, um, to really help people see what they mean to others. And well, in that case, Scrooge, he was, he was mean, so that's not a really good thing. But um, in my case, this is my Christmas spirit. The amount of well wishes and care packages and cards and kind words and prayers and check-ins <coughs> and texts. It has been absolutely amazing. Really can't thank people enough to take the time to let me know that they're cheering for me. Breast cancer is something that's really hard to go alone, and I ache for those that do have to go alone, and I am so thankful, so blessed, that I have such an incredible circle of support in family, friends, and even my students. They sent me video messages. <laughs> So these are incredible tears of joy and gratitude and gratefulness. And for all of you who are listening and going through your rough patch, don't be afraid to reach out. So many people have said, what can I do to help? Let them help you. They're reaching out. You've got to meet them halfway. Reach your hand forward. I had a lovely lunch with a dear friend today, 
It felt so normal and so good to talk about things that wasn't cancer. Another dear friend brought dinner, packaged up for me, because unfortunately, dear husband, he will cook for me, but let's say his palate is limited. So it is so lovely to have some really yummy food waiting for me and kitten videos and flowers and warm fuzzy slippers and my now new spirit animal named Hope. She's a red panda. I am just embraced and enwrapped in love. So I wish that for all of you. If you don't know how many people are rooting for you, know that they are out there. When they reach out, reach back to them. Well, that's enough for now. Thanks for listening to my musings to the universe as I process a major change in my life. My hope is that if you, dear listener, are going through a major change, this podcast may help you feel less alone and that you find someone to hear your musings. Thank you.